0: Hey, hey, this is Donna Price. Welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio, where we interview visionary women making a difference in the world. Womenpreneurs that have a vision bigger than just themselves that are impacting their families, their communities, and the world at large. At Visionary Womenpreneurs, we bring women together to connect, collaborate, and celebrate, and make a difference. We focus on womenpreneurs that are impacting the world in six big ways, ending poverty, empowering women, increasing and improving education and access to education, girls and youth empowerment, the environment and climate change, and entrepreneurship. I welcome you to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio and hope that you find the different women that we interview inspiring and that you take action to change your world. You too can connect with the Visionary Womenpreneurs. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com backslash groups backslash visionary womenpreneurs or visit our website at visionarywomenpreneurs.com. And I look forward to having you be part of our community to make a difference and change the world in positive ways. Hey, hey, Donna Price here with Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. And today I am thrilled to have Michelle P.W., Michelle PW is a best-selling, award-winning fiction and non-fiction author. On the fiction side, she writes psychological thrillers, mystery, suspense books, and has a popular book blog. On the non-fiction side, she's written five books in the Love-Based Business series that share how to sell more with love and build a solid, profitable business on a foundation of love. In addition, she owns a copywriting and marketing company that has sold $50 million worth of products and services over the past eight years. You can learn more about Michelle at michellepw.com, but I am thrilled to have this opportunity to talk with Michelle and share her expertise with you. All right. Well, welcome, Michelle P.W. to Visionary Women Printers Radio. I am so thrilled to have you. And we haven't talked in years. I know that you've been on one of my previous
1: podcasts and it's great to reconnect and have you back. Yes. I'm so glad to be back too. It's been a while. So it's about time that we we do another interview anyways.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. And it's always fun to hear what you're up to. You're so innovative in the work that you do in copywriting and writing and marketing and helping people to achieve their visions. And I know that you have an exciting new venture that you're getting ready to launch. So why don't we, why don't you tell us about that and how it connects with the other work that you've been doing?
1: So it, I, it all started when I was three, believe it or not. Right. And just, yeah, this will make sense in a second. Um, so when I was, when I was three years old, I taught myself to read because I wanted to write stories so badly. And so why I'm bringing that up is because really this whole idea of writing stories and books has just been like a, I mean, writing, you know, in all forms, but especially books has just been this defining thing you know, I, uh, a guiding light throughout my entire life. Um, and so, you know, so so what happened is is that I, I discovered copywriting in, in college because I was looking for something else to, to write to make money while I worked on books. And there's a lot of similarities between copywriting actually and fiction writing um, because in both cases, you're creating uh an environment for your 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 audience so for your fiction for when you when you write a novel you're creating a you know a fictional dream that your readers are stepping into um but and with copywriting if you if you actually want to sell things you need to create a buying environment for your perfect ideal clients so sorry about that um there's actually it's it's and so even though it doesn't seem like it would be that similar. There is there is a similarity between knowing, like, you know, understanding the psychological modifications of your character versus, um, you know, understanding the psychological motiv- motivations of ideal clients. So, so I really had a knack for it because there was so many of my of that skill set that just that just you know, it just, it just kind of flowed naturally into that. So what happened is so where this is this is all going is that you know i i, I you know i worked on the copyright i built up the copywriting company and um and finally got my my books that's a whole other that's a whole other story because i kind of lost my way for a while but then I, I found my way and um published fiction books and published non-fiction books so i currently have five fiction books and five non-fiction books that i published and um and working on more so what happened in this, and so one of the things is, is that I, I had to learn how to sell my books, um, and I wanted to go beyond, um, you know, in, in, the, in the industry that you know, we're in, and, and I'm guessing, you know, a lot of you your listeners are, are in this industry as well, you know, there's a lot of talk about book coaching, book writing, um, you know, publishing a book, and launching a book, and there's almost no talk of, of how to sell after that. So you know, after you launch your book, yay, you launch your book, and then the whole thing just kind of dies, and um, and and that's where it sits. And um, when I launched my fiction books, there was just no way that I was going to do that. Um, and I wanted my nonfiction books selling regularly too. I mean, what's the point? You know, you put all this blood, sweat, and tears into your books. Um, you know, you you do you do that so they live longer than you. Not that they die after the launch. So. I went on a quest to learn how to market books and found my way into the fiction writing community because clearly that's what that's all about. I mean, there's a whole industry of fiction writers out there who, independent fiction writers who are making a very good living um, writing and publishing their own fiction books. So I learned how to sell books there and then I was able to take Um, what I learned and kind of translate it in order to the nonfiction side of it and kind of bring it back to nonfiction business books. So, and and throughout this whole quest of me doing this for myself, you know, which has been, and and one of the things that's that's really kind of been a defining career throughout my entire life, you know, as an entrepreneur, I would learn how to do something myself because I needed it to be done and I couldn't really figure out, nobody else that I knew was really doing it. Um, and then I would and then I would probably, you know, teach it or um, offer it to other people because quite honestly if I needed it, other people <laughs> <laughs> needed it too. Definitely. So yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. So so now so I, I'm launching a love-based publishing and I can totally help people with with I, I'm not doing fiction books. So let's just I'm just wanna be I'm not I I might do something else with fiction books, but I have no plans to uh, help uh, to, uh, you know, to help fiction authors with their with their fiction books. Um, so this is really for helping nonfiction, you know, entrepreneurs and nonfiction authors um, write their books, you know, publish their books, and then um, consistently sell their books after they launch. And I think this is really even more important now because, you know, our industry, the internet, you know, the whole internet marketing industry has seen Uh, a a massive shift in the last few years you know there was a time a few years back that it was all you know launch 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 you know launching was sort of the name of the game and you could do one or two launches a year and make uh you know you know multiple hundred you know you could have a you know one one to two launches and make like five hundred thousand or even a million dollars a year just on those two launches well that's not the case anymore you know the the whole launch model thing just really the whole whole launch system and everything just stopped working and or at least working the way it used to i mean it's yeah. it's it still should launch um you still should have launches because there's other reasons to launch a program quite honestly it has nothing to do with like making you know six figure you know making you know you know making a whole bunch of money in at one time you know there's other real there's other really solid good benefits to launching but it's not what it was, and and for so many for so long, you know, doing a launch is what what how how entrepreneurs built their list, you know their their client list. Well, that's kind of like gone. So how do you build your client list? Well. One really, really powerful way to do that is through selling books, because when you sell a book, you um, and if you, and you and you do it right, you sell a book and you have a free gift in that book. You're buy you, you are attracting buyers to your list, and these are these are people who are who are not only are they buyers, so they've proven they're buyers versus you know looky loos and tire kickers, um, but they are also they also spent the time and energy to actually go through your book for you, so they're so they know who you are. They know if they like your philosophy and your teaching, uh, your personality. So they're they're even qualified. They're really qualified when they come over to your list. So it's really a great way to just build your business with um, very high qualified, high quality. Uh, prospects. So, so anyway, so that's so that's what I'm. I'm very excited about that whole thing because I feel like this is something. I feel like there are just too many to even count um, entrepreneurs who have put a book up on Amazon that is simply gathering dust and um, and doing absolutely nothing for them. And it's really an awful, It's really a shame because they spend so much time and energy and life force you know, writing this book and then for it to just be dead um, for all practical purposes right now. So I'm pretty excited about getting all this out there. That's great. I agree.
0: Like so many people, well, there's the group that doesn't publish the book because they don't think that their story is worthy enough. Yes. Where I think everybody's got a story and there's listeners for everybody's story. But then there's the group that has published the book, like you said, and maybe they do a launch or a book few book signings, and then their book just like collects dust and they stop marketing it and like, it's a, like a lifelong marketing project that you're yep. <laughs> in, you know getting started on when you publish a book. It doesn't just happen that first year you just you have to keep marketing and marketing the book.
1: That's exactly it. So I know it. And the thing is, is that quite honestly, though, if you um, if you do it right, and you you kind of lead with your book, and by leading with your book, I do not mean, you know, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book, you know, that's not, I mean, I guess it is, I guess that's technically leading with your book, but that's not what I mean. Um, You know what, instead of what you do, because your book is full of your book is such a wonderful credibility uh, booster for you. It, it turns you into an instant expert, and there's a lot of really good content in that in your book. I mean, that's what you know. That's the whole point. So if you kind of lead with the fact that you you are an expert because you you wrote this book, you have all this wonderful content. So you've got all those ways you can lead with the book, and then say, oh, by the way, you know, I've got the book. If you want to know more, it's a, it's a very soft upsell. And it works really well. So it's actually more, even more effective than just selling, um, you know, just, just, just going out there and just selling your business or selling like a free gift to just mention that you have a book because people, people want to actually go check out the book and they'll go check out the book. So um, I find that, uh, you know, I've got my five nonfiction books, the the first two of my love-based copywriting books. And I found um, every time I, like I, I do a podcast, people buy the books. And in fact, people buy the books more than they, uh, they, they get the free gift that I also offer. So um, so that's why I think, um, you know, using the book as sort of as what is was intended as a credibility and expert status it's got so much content in there, so you can be teaching the content and sharing pieces of the content and going out and talking about it. It's just such a great platform to then um, have to, to introduce people to your business, which is, of course, where your money, you know, that's where you're going to make a lot of money. You're not going to, um, you probably aren't going to sell enough books on the royalties to. You know, to pay the pay the mortgage, but you can certainly sell enough books to get enough prospects coming into your business that you can then sell them into a higher program that would work out very well.
0: Right. So that's the strategy that yes. I think a lot of people miss. They think of the book as the money maker, and the book is like the lead generation kind of tool. Yes, and it's like it's this yeah. great business card that you're, you know, that people are getting that maybe you make a couple bucks on if they buy it, um, but that's not your goal. It's The goal is to get people engaged with your company and then right. into your business down the road.
1: Yes, it's like I I look at it as kind of like a, the ultimate tripwire. I mean, which I hate that name tripwire. That but a few years back, that was like all the rage. Um, so, and what a tripwire is is you know well it's based on you know like a like a I think you know something that people would step on in the war and, bl- and it would blow up. So I mean that's what I mean the whole thing the whole concept is terrible. But. um, The idea of it is is that rather than offering a free gift, you offer a very low cost item for people to buy. So you fill your list with buyers. And so the the idea behind it is is perfect i mean that that's what you want you don't want a list full of people who are never going to buy from you why on earth do you want to waste the time and energy emailing them so and a book is perfect so that's the thing so you have you have something that people have spent anything even if they only spend 99 cents they have forked over money and that just even that tiny little bit 99 cents or you know 5.99 or what 4.99 whatever it is that little bit is just enough to separate them from the freebie seekers so it's really a perfect way to do this and you're right i you know and and it is a, a great business card i don't usually call it that because to me when i when i feel like that that uh means people think that they don't that the book doesn't have to have a lot of good content in it and that's um i i don't i don't so that's i don't think i mean so so if you think of it as like a business business card and you think that you're going to like dash this off really fast and it's not going to be very good then don't think of it as a business card right. but, um but yeah because it's it, it should have a really good content and it, and it doesn't have to be long it just has to be high quality
0: right right and you can i know with my book my first book um the first edition probably was not high quality, (laughs) like it was a start, but it's now like in its fourth edition, so you can, as you grow,
1: you can have, you can release new editions of the book as well, so... That is such a great point, and because I did the same thing, my very first copywriting book, Love Based Copywriting Method, when I launched it, I it, it actually had a different title than that, and um and and it was it was completely different, and it had a different cover, and I launched it, you know, I I, I put it out there, and then I gave it away for free for five days because I, I had it in Kindle Unlimited, and then I spent a year like doing a bunch of interviews about it, and it was great because I learned so much over the year. I really like honed down. My message, and like the cover was really awful, quite honestly, and the title wasn't quite right either. Um, but then that next summer, I, I I launched the second edition, and I got a new cover, I got a, a new title. Um, which is love based copyright method. And then I also really was able to just like, I I don't, I mean that my actual philosophy remained intact, but there are some details and things that I tweaked. So you, that's the other thing too. So it's like, you can launch something that even if it's not complete, um, just as long as it's, you, you, you know, or, or you have, or, you know, it, I shouldn't say it's not complete, but even if it's not perfect and you can use that process of getting it out there and talking about it to really hone it down. And then you can launch the second edition, which is what I did and which is what you did. And I think that's a really great way to not, then you're not sitting on a book forever thinking I can only publish it. I've got to edit it one more time and then I can publish it. So that is a terrible, terrible, place to be in and too many uh, would-be authors are in that place for years sometimes or decades oh, definitely
0: so definitely. just get it
1: out there and then you can fix it later <laughs> so
0: yep so yeah you wanted to be high quality good content you know making you look good and shine and everything but if you get stuck in that like analysis paralysis of perfection like you could be there forever <laughs> yeah you know and like no you don't I've seen some books where the typos are horrendous like no you don't want that but as you learn and grow there's always things when you go back and look at your book that you can like enhance about it and make it better so like I would guess both of our books were good and then they just keep getting better and better (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly
1: it yes and learn right and so what if your book isn't perfect i mean quite honestly so i I know that i i I think we all get stuck in this whole thing because we've spent so much time on it that we want it to be perfect but really it doesn't have to i mean well first of all it's never going to be perfect because we're not perfect so how can your book be perfect yeah um But, uh, you know, and I think but that's, I think a lot of it probably, probably most of it has to do with fear. Like, what if you put this out, and then, um, and you spend all this time and energy, and then it really wasn't very good. (laughs) And you get all these bad, you get all these bad reviews. Um, So I will just say that I did get some really bad reviews. Let's talk about bad reviews, because that's probably another thing, is I got got some bad reviews on my first love-based copywriting method. And it really just threw me. So, um, and it was funny because I wasn't expecting to be thrown that much. I mean, I was, you know, I'd been a professional copywriter for an awfully long time when I published the book. So I'm used to like, you know, I I mean, I'm used to taking criticism and, you know, and and, and just, you know, dealing with clients and things that they like or don't like. So I didn't really think that that a bad review was going to throw me and it threw me. And I had like three or four of them, that weren't and the thing is is when I go back and look at them, in, in some cases they were really triggered by the actual philosophy, which is how to sell more with love and how not to sell with fear. And that philosophy really triggered them. So because a couple of them it's really clear about that. So you realize that it's it's more about them and it is about you. And yeah. that's the same thing too is when you're out there, when you're doing something, this was quite, you know, the love based copywriting method, it's it's or the love-based copywriting philosophy is really quite um different and it's 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 a very different way of writing copy and selling and marketing yourselves than what other people are used to and when you break new ground like that you can you're gonna trigger people so that's the only way around it so so it was the whole thing was a good experience because I went through like you know my own little meltdown and I think if you should all do your own little meltdown and cry and feel bad and then just realize that it's, you're, you're not changing lives if you're not ruffling some feathers, so. Yeah, exactly, and
0: that fear can be crippling if you don't publish because you're afraid of a bad review. Right. Like, think of all the people that then don't have access to the important message that you do have, Um, and those are so many more people (laughs) than,
1: than the few that, you know, came back with a bad review exactly and yeah and bad people who have bad reviews tend to be a lot of them not always but a lot but some of them are are very unhappy and they're working out their unhappiness through bad reviews so even if they've got even if the review has some merit the you know what they have they have like a, a good point with their criticism it's still just not anything that you should get yourself worked up about
0: yeah definitely definitely and i i definitely have um Worked with clients that were scared of those like bad Facebook reviews or um, things like that. Yes. So, um, so one of the books that people could look for is Love Based Copywriting Method. Yes. And okay. what? Tell us other books and where the best place for folks to find those books would be.
1: So if you go to Love Based Publishing, um, all the books are there. They're also all on Amazon, too. And so I've got, so in the Love Based Business series, I have Love Based Copywriting Method, Love Based Copywriting System, um, Love Based uh, Online Marketing, Love Based Money and Mindset, Love Based Goals, and then I also have two books from authors because authors can can um, put books into the series and one of them is love-based business models by sean driscoll and love-based mission which just came out by Trace skelly and this just came out a couple weeks ago and um we got it up on uh number one new release in a few categories including women and in, women in co or women in consulting or women in business women in business which was quite exciting uh, That's so great. um yeah, so that was that was very that was and that was it was on it was up it was up for like three or four days um, with that new the new release. So that was pretty cool. So um, so that's it. So so that's where you can kind of get a sense of of all the different books. And it's and in, in really and I've got one more coming out this summer from a uh, guest author as well. And then I'm probably going to be working on some books on writing, but I haven't quite haven't quite figured all that out yet. <laughs>
0: Well, once you start writing books, it's, like, hard to stop. You just keep writing and writing. Like, exactly. Come. It's, it gets hard, I find, to finish the one you're on because you've got an idea for the next one. So it's always yes. exciting. So if people wanted to work with your new love-based publishing, what types of books and projects are you
1: looking for for that for that
0: publishing project
1: so the if it's the love-based business series then it, it needs to be a book that that is you know that would be would be um good for a business book um even if it doesn't, it doesn't have, and it would, it would fit for um selling to entrepreneurs i guess that's a better way to do it to say it and um it would um and and it, and it has to be love-based and you know i can and that's all explained which means basically means is that we're really just working on um you know uh, building building businesses and building on, on a foundation of love versus fear because all every we build everything on either fear or love and and all emotions are under fear or love and fear is things like you know fear anxiety uh envy shame uh guilt um anger grief all of that is kind of under fear so um so when we're because and so the reason why this happens is because, you know, we, we don't want to feel our emotions. So then we get caught up in it. And then and because we're ignoring the emotions, you know, what you ignore, you know, comes out anyways. And so that's what it is. So it's really helping people um, shift to to love. And um, so that's if you actually want to be in there. But if you don't but if that's, if, but if you just have a a, a book and you want to just work with me on, you know, book coaching and, and getting your book out and then, and helping you publish your book, you know, it does, that doesn't matter. So it's just really whatever nonfiction book. Um, I've worked with a variety of books. Like I worked with um, a, a person, like a, uh, like some, some health books and some, uh, you know, books kind of that on personal stories. And, and so anyway, so I've, I, there's, there's been a, a few different ones. And, and with, with that, I can um, help you, you know, help, help shape the book. And then, you know, you know, we can help you then get it, get it, um, have you publish it. Cause I think that's the best way to do it. Cause you're going to make the most money that way. Right. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, Cool. So in that process, you would help people like final, write their book, finalize their book, but also figure out the marketing piece of the book.
1: Yes. So that's, yes. So we can, so, um, you know, the format, we don't, I don't have a graphic designer, so we don't do covers, but we do all the other things and like how to set it up for the Amazon algorithm. So, you know, you can, so people can find for it on Amazon and then I also teach Amazon ads. So how to actually set up ads for your books. And these are great because unlike Facebook, that's really, really complicated and scary and you can spend a lot of money and not get anywhere. Um, Amazon ads are actually much, um, they're much simpler to set up and they are much less um, you can and, and you pay per click versus per impression so you actually even rarely spend your daily rate so they're also um, if you set them up right so they're also um, more inexpensive too so um, so that's so that along other things you have to teach kind of like a, a, a way to maintain and your books you're selling your books even after your launch
0: definitely That sounds good. Um, Facebook ads definitely can be scary, I think. Yes. (laughs) And they can add up so quickly. So go ahead.
1: So oh, yeah. So I mean, I've done I, I have I do have a couple fiction ads set up in Facebook that are working quite well for me. But you know, it's I think it's a little easier to do fiction, because the problem when you especially if you're trying to target a business book, think about it all the th- all the ways you're trying to target business. Um, are so expensive because you're competing against people who are selling like services that are expensive. You know, with fiction, I'm competing against other people selling fiction books and nobody wants to spend that much per click. I mean, that you really can't. Yeah. So, um, so I think it's a little different model. And so that's why with business, the business, the the cost per click can just kind of get out of control really fast.
0: Great. So if people want to get in touch with you for the book, coaching writing publishing marketing all those different pieces or to pick up your books they can do that at lovebasedpublishing.com is it correct yes great and is that the best way to be in touch with you if they wanted to
1: follow up with you i think so yeah i mean michellepw.com is sort of my main website which does have links to love-based publishing so you know so they could go to michellepw and find links and then lovebasedpublishing.com too and all of that works so yes
0: Great. And I would just say, like, I've known Michelle for I don't know how many years now, a long time, and she just has incredible talent, skill, and marketing wisdom. Um, So definitely encourage people to to tap into her resources and all the great information that she has to share. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's so much fun to have you on the show. So... Just as we wrap up, any
1: last things that you want to share before we close the show? So whatever you do, you know, just, I guess, I guess just what it is, is that, um, is, you know, you know um, if get if you if you do want to write a book, then commit to writing a book. So, I think that's just you know, you know, commit to either starting it, commit to finishing it, commit to publishing it, and put a date on the calendar and getting it done. Um, because I think that's, if you don't do that, you know. You don't want to, you know, one of the things that really changed me was um, and when I finally started to get my books out, even though, like I said, I kind of lost my way as I was with my mother in ICU and she was um, she was dying. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things that kept going through my head is I'm not going to die with my books inside me. And so the thing is, is that I just want to impart that for other people. I mean, because that was a, such a such a push, such a, such a thing is that I really, if, if you have a book inside that you know you need to get out there, then get it out. So, you know, stop messing around and, you know, worried about with the fear and the perfection and everything else, but just make a commitment and get it out because, it, you know, you don't want to be on your deathbed and realize you never got that book out.
0: Definitely, definitely good words for people to, to take in. Like you do have a story to share and don't sit on your story because it's going to, impact somebody I always remember my dad talking about a speech that he did once and you know like 15 years later somebody came up to him and said you know that speech that you did back when like that changed my life you know and so you you just don't know like when you're impacting somebody when the words that you're saying or the words that you've written down really have an effect on somebody and that's why it's so important for everybody to share their story out into the world, because it might be your story that changes somebody, somebody else's life. And so, well, I want to just thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun to talk to you and hear about your, your new venture and encourage people to connect with you and um, pick up your books and
1: get involved in publishing their book. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thanks, everybody. And um, we'll see you next time on Visionary Women Printers Radio. Make it a great day and make things happen in your life. Thanks for joining me today at Visionary Women Printers Radio. I hope it was helpful to you in your journey as a Visionary Womanpreneur. And I hope that you'll join our community on Facebook, Visionary Womenpreneurs, and join the conversation. I look forward to seeing you on our next show. Make it a great day.